See it starting. A boom, 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 boom. Life goes by so fast. You only want to do what you think is right. And it's and we're off, I do believe. Press one if the audio is great and everything's good. Press two if it's bad. Press three if it is uh, a little iffy, but you think you might be okay. Seems like it's okay. Uh, press three if it's snapping. Press one if the audio is great. I'm just curious. But, guys, this is, uh, it's Thursday, October 19th, 2023 A.D. 9.02, almost 9.03 a.m. here in Los Angeles, U.S. Pacific Daylight Time. And what will we cover? We'll cover some random news stories. Polly died. Polly from Rocky. You guys know Rocky? Burt Young. And uh, I, will, I have some background on that apple-eating Canadian-based man, 44-year-old Pierre Poiliev. <laughs> Something like that. Poliev. Pierre Poliev. I have some Wikipedia information to share with you guys. Just kind of interesting. Ted Cruz on that gag order from that judge woman, the, the uh, gal who looks like a male actor. Uh, she's... He's standing up for our greatest president, right on, Lion Ted. Actors condemning the Israel so-called war crimes and other mess going on in the world. Uh, But anyway, guys, uh, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report, the Hague Report, la, la, la. guys doing i am fine uh maybe hey taking too much tylenol this can affect your liver cause jaundice i don't take tylenol that i know of <laughs> i don't take drugs except for a little bit of caffeine maybe a little too much um i'm fine i'm wearing my gatekeeper t-shirt nice that was a gift from a listener you cannot purchase it on uh, the hake report it's a law and enf- poor law enforcement shirt I'm a, just hate, call Hake an enforcer, relentless defender with a key, skeleton key, of the truth, justice, and the American way, which is probably uh, satanic and unchristian because it was not made, that's a Superman line, and it was not made by people who are Christian, you know? Terrible. What a mess. Bayer Lodos? No, I don't take any painkillers. Except for my cell phone and, I don't know, ego-feeding stuff. Hey, your voice sounds like your liver is aching. (laughs) What do you guys mean? I do not understand this speech. Hey, check your liver. Hey, is overproducing bile. (laughs) I thought you were the punisher. Okay. What is up, everybody? Um... Not much is up with me. I'm just, uh, oh, hey, spoiler alert, found my shirt. Nice. Yeah, it was a gift. 
And it had to do with, you know, I mean, relentlessly presenting the truth to people. But also, gatekeeper can be considered a, a slur. Oh, I gatekeep. I stop people from seeing the whole truth. I don't expose you to the real truth about those unchristians. <laughs> anyway. What a mess. So I have some things to present to you. Did you hear that Polly died? Not Adrian, Polly, at 83 years old. He's the sidekick who's kind of short and fat. I think he was the brother to Adrian in the Rocky movie, Rocky Balboa, with the Italian stallion. You guys know Sylvester Stallone, right? Or you know of him? Burt Young, actor best known for the Oscar-nominated performance. He was Oscar-nominated in his performance as Sylvester Stallone's sidekick in Rocky, the movie. Reportedly died at 83 years old. Well, that's not too young of an age, is it? 83? Praying hands emoji from the Daily Loud. So, wow. Did you guys, do you Zoomers even know what Rocky is and who's... Sylvester Stallone is? Hey, you weren't even alive. I know, but I watched it many times in, in my parents' house growing up as a kid. What was it, 1979 that that movie came out? Stallone looks like a rubber face. He might have a bit of a plastic surgery face, but he doesn't look too much like the uh, Gretchen Whitmer, Michigan governor, nor does he look too much like... Uh, that other guy who used to be a handsome man, now he's a ha- handsome person but with plastic surgery face, Bruce Jenner. I have pictures of this Polly guy. Remember him? Anybody? I'm surprised he lived till 83, a little bit. He played like he was a drunk and short and fat. And he just stayed kind of short and fat but survived right on. <laughs> hey, I'm 10 years younger than I know more than you. Yeah. So, Polly died. Gerald Tommaso de Luis, known professionally as Burt Young. Oh, so he had an Italian name, and he switched to uh, he switched to a more American name because those Italians we discriminate against them. American author, actor, and painter. Rocky Balboa's brother-in-law and best friend, Polly Panino. Polly Panino. So, right on, Polly. We wish you well. Hopefully, uh, I don't know. Rest in peace, man. What an interesting guy. He is sort of like a Popeye look. One eye all wide. Terrible. So. I don't know if it's terrible. Gone too soon. <laughs> uh, I laugh because 83 is not excessively soon, but it's, it's a little young. 83 is a little young for my taste. One of my grandpas died around in his like 80 or early 80s. So we wish him well. Okay, so meaning uh, speaking of younger people, Pierre Poliev. Polievri. <laughs> He's that guy who was eating that apple. You guys remember Pierre Polievre? According to Wikipedia, 
Oh, Hassan, can you pull up that clip that I played yesterday from Pierre Polyev? He was eating this apple. We played it on the Jason Lee Peterson show, too, today. You heard it. He's eating this apple while this, being all smart-mouthed with this journalist trying to do his job. I have some background info on him. Um, according to far-left Wikipedia, here it is. Here's, I'll, I'll present to you the information background on him, but just to refresh your memory on him, check this out. Um, on, the, on the topic, I mean, in terms of your sort of strategy currently, you're obviously taking the populist uh, pathway. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> well, ap- appealing appealing to people's uh, more emotional levels, I would guess. Um, I mean, what certainly, you mean certainly, you, certainly you tap, certainly you tap uh, very strong ideological language quite frequently. Like what? Uh, left wing, you know, this and that. Right wing, you know. I mean, it's that that type I of ideological thing. I never really talk about left but or right. Anyways, a lot I don't of people really believe in that. Okay, a lot of people would would say that you're simply taking a page out of the. Donald Trump uh, well, like which people would say that well I'm sure a great many Canadians but like who <laughs> I don't know who but well you're um, the one who asked the question so yeah. how, you must know somebody <laughs> okay I'm, yeah. I'm sure there's some out there but anyways the, the point of this the point of this question is I mean why should why should Canadians trust you with their vote given you know not not just the sort of ideological inclination in terms of taking the page of Donald Trump's book, but also... What are you also, talking about? What page? What page? Can you give okay. me the page? Give me the page. You keep <laughs> in, saying in terms, that. In terms of ter- turning things quite dramatically in terms of, of Trudeau and, and the left wing and all of this, I mean, you, you, you make quite a, you know, it's, it's quite a play that you make on it. So I'm, I'm not sure. I don't, under, I don't know what your question okay. is. Okay, then forget that. Why should Canadians trust you with their vote? Common sense. Okay. common sense for, for a change. We're going to make common sense common in this country. We don't have any common sense in the current government. You know, the guy prints $600 billion, grows our money supply by 32% in three years. That's growing the money eight times faster than the economy. No wonder we have the worst defla- inflation in four decades. I'm going to cap spending, cut waste, so that we can balance the budget and bring down inflation and interest rates. You'll want to be able to pay your mortgage again. You want to be able to afford rent. Then you have to vote for Pierre Polyev because I'm the only one Polyev. with a common sense plan that will bring back the buying power of your paycheck. Seems like it's scripted for an ad, says Esoteric. I love this clip. If it's not staged, is this a satire? I don't know. I don't know. The audio is great. I don't know how the, uh, they got the audio so great. Must have some high-tech things like microphones or something. Uh, so, who is this man? Somebody said he's not based. <laughs> I use the term loosely. Somebody said Hake is not a man. A man does not, is not, uh, I don't know, doesn't flippantly use words. Well, whatever. Um, Pierre Polyev. Sounds like a French name. He's, uh, it's not even his real blood name. I don't know what his blood name is. I don't even know if he knows what his blood name is. I don't know if he knows who his father is, because he was born to a 16-year-old single mother, according to this report from uh, far-left Wikipedia, a very trustworthy source, which uses only trustworthy sources. 
I didn't. Yeah, Nugget Man says he's not based at all. <laughs> and so, spoiler alert, asks why not? I did notice that he's. Uh, look, there he is. That's his. He's 44 years old. There he is, smiling on his website, wearing glasses, frameless glasses. He looks sort of like a movie actor to me, by the way. Young Chad, 44-year-old, a couple years older than Hake. Like his shirt. Yeah, oh, my shirt or his shirt? His shirt's cool. My shirt's cool. We all have good shirts. This man looks sort of like... Uh, who's that guy from Gladiator? Russell Crowe, a little bit, to me. He also looks a little bit with the, with the crease in the middle of his brow there. He looks sort of like uh, that other actor, Leonardo DiCaprio, to me. And I did notice in his speaking, he was talking about money and finances, which is a big issue. It's a big issue. But you know who else talked about money and finances, so I could be being fooled. Not that I care about Canada, but uh, California, we had this guy who said... You guys are financial girly men. The governor. He was a fiscal conservative. But I don't know who this guy is. What this guy is. He was adopted by Polyev. A couple, of, a couple named Polyev. Look at him. Doesn't he look sort of like a cross between Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, uh, Russell Crowe? And maybe somebody else? Some other actors? Don't blame him for being a Chad. It's not his fault he's a Chad. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not counter-signaling him at all. I'm just playing around. I have n- his adoptive parents, by the way, separated when he was in his teens, I think. His adoptive father turned gay. Came out as gay. Reminds me of O.J. Simpson, whose adoptive father left, according to... Uh, JLP's book, The Antidote, Healing America from the Poison of Hate, Blame, and Victimhood, went to the Castro District, cross-dressing, later died of AIDS. Man, what a mess, huh? O.J. Simpson. Kind of makes you understand. But Pierre Polyev, he's, he's all over the social media. He has his website, and he's a uh, leader of some conservative or something like that. I don't know. Uh, he met his mother and maternal grandpa... For the first time. I don't know if he met his mother for the first time or just the maternal grandpa, mother's father, when he was in his 20s. Athletic young man, uh, hurt his shoulder wrestling. He was a wrestler in his high school years, I guess. Into politics, all into politics at a young age. I don't know, he comes off uh, fairly, just in that brief clip, he comes off fairly natural. Maybe a little scripted, I don't know, we'll see. We wish him well, right? <laughs> Beta legs. I disavow that question. Why can't nobody roll like Hitler anymore? I didn't Trump say that he was a uh, effective leader or something like that. Different people have different effectiveness. Rule with uh, like forcefulness. Now you have to appeal to the women. Don't name your sons Pierre. Why not? I don't know. It's all right. As names go, it's not that girly of a male name. 
But that's the background on him. Did you know that about him? I didn't know that. The Honorable Pierre Poliev, Member of Parliament in Carleton. Carleton. Uh, what about him? Anything else about him interesting? Am I right on it as far as, I don't know pop culture. Lifelong so-called conservative, champion of the free market. Free market. People, everybody's for the free market. (laughs) Fighter for people taking ownership and responsibility for their own futures. Isn't that what communists say too? Ownership and responsibility. Communists say that stuff too. Uh, Leader of His Majesty's official opposition in September, blah, blah, blah. Personal freedom and responsibility. Limiting government. Everybody says that. That's TPUSA stuff. (laughs) Shout out to TPUSA. Predicted the inflation crisis. One of the first. Blah, blah, blah. Sneaky way government to raise money, raising uh, prices for the people. Inflation tax. Whoa. Today, more than half of so-called families in Canada say they struggle just to feed themselves. Are Canadians fat or fit compared to Americans? One of the first voices to speak up against, I may have to censor myself and disavow this here, the unscientific mandates and unacceptable limits on the freedoms of Canadians during the Chinavirus scandemic. They call it COVID-19 pandemic. Believes freedom is critical for this country and press government to commit to ending its politicized and divisive response Lives in Ottawa, 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 with his wife, Anaida, Anaida, A-N-A-I-D-A, and their children, Valentina, Valentina, and Cruz. What? This guy, well, whatever, grew up in Calgary, blah, blah, blah. International relations is his degree from University of Calgary. Well, well, we, we wish you Canadians well. They say that, the, who, who would the ladies vote for? This guy or Sophie and I are proud feminists. That guy, Justin Trudeau. Have some sense, Canadian voters, for once in your lives. All right. Speaking of rhinos, <laughs> uh, Ted Cruz. Is Ted Cruz a rhino? Am I being ill... Am I being, what is that word, too mean? Ted Cruz posted on X, just presenting some news for you guys. Ted Cruz, Tanya Chutkan, and the Trump gag order. Tanya Chutkan is that woman. (sighs) Ted Cruz posted this on X. The leftist judges gag order, this is meanwhile in America, prohibiting President Trump, our greatest, from criticizing rabid partisan hack Jack Smith, who is uh, steel-minded, supposedly skinny, and, uh, oh, I have some feedback on Pierre that I'll get to from the super chatters, by the way, guys. You can super chat, you can call in. 888-77-JESSE. I'm on his network. 1-888-775-3773. But uh, Jack Smith, the triathlete, oh, he has, he has a lot of grit. 
Jack Smith. What kind of a fake name is that? Nah. President Trump rightly said he is willing to go to jail to stand for the First Amendment. The First Amendment. Read about it. Said, uh... Said, uh... That guy who said... Who shares a name with DeSantis, Ron. Ron Perlman. The First Amendment. Don't say gay. No, say the First Amendment. Read about it. Hopefully, Ron Perlman will stand up for Trump's freedom of speech against this corrupt uh, liberal Obama judge who's a Jamaican, by the way. And shout out to the Jamaicans. There's some hardworking, solid people for the pro-America. On verdict, I dare this leftist judge to uh, issue an arrest order so that the whole country can see what a farce this prosecution is, says Ted Cruz. Don't miss my deep dive into this important legal issue. Did you know Ted Cruz is my competitor? He has a, he has a podcast. Hake has a podcast, too. Ted Cruz is uh, on Apple Podcasts. Hake, the Hake Report is on Apple Podcasts. Is the anchor baby on Apple Podcasts? I know he's on Spotify and, and, uh, hold on. Let me see if I, the anchor baby, American anchor baby. Bum, bum, bum. I don't see him. Hmm. We got to get American anchor baby. He needs to submit to his Apple Podcasts. He's missing out on some, uh, some audience there. But anyway, um. You can't gag a presidential candidate, says Bill West. Interesting. So the name of his podcast says, BLM embraces Hamas, and every company that gave them money has to defend their blatant anti-Semitism. <laughs> all one word. And he spells it with all one word with no hyphen. I don't have the screenshot of this guy's, of Ted Cruz's Apple podcast, but his producer named it anti-Semitism, all one word, no hyphen. It means he's kissing up to the, you know, the... Uh, the victim-minded people who push the notion of anti-Semitism. Plus media bias on Israel and the unconstitutional Trump gag order. Uh, Somebody replied to Ted Cruz, Lion Ted, we call him Lion Ted, as Trump's nicknamed him, rightly, way back in 2016 or so. He's still Lion Ted from Canada. Good boy, Ted, good boy. Somebody posted a picture of Trump as... As Trump is the master of Ted uh, being a little doggy. Good boy, Ted. Good boy. <laughs> Tapping, patting him on. Uh, he's on Trump's leash. <laughs> Trump is all fit with his AI image. That's not a very good Photoshop. Good boy, Ted. <laughs> Where's my treat? <laughs> Anyway, Tanya Chutkin, Chutkan, I haven't told you guys about her. Let me just tell you a little bit about her. From Brave AI, are you proud of me using Brave? Tanya Chutkan. Tanya S. Chutkan. Born in 1962, Jamaican-born American lawyer and so-called jurist, meaning a judge, so-called judge, serving herself as a U.S. District Judge for U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia, which is the swamp. She is the presiding judge over the criminal trial over our greatest president, Donald J. Trump, over his attempts to overturn the 2020 shenanigans, right? Assumed office in 2014 under Barack Obama. 
Uh, show her Wikipedia little thing there if you can, Hassan. There's a screenshot inside that Ted Cruz folder of her Wikipedia. And then zoom in on that face. She looks like this guy who played this black actor to me in various TV shows. And he's also in these, he's also in these uh, commercials for these, this like medication for some type of itch or something. But anyway, you know, mildly attractive, I guess. Anyway, Brave AI. Brave AI summarizes her. She got her BA in economics. Economics. George Washington University. JD, Juris Doctorate, meaning she's a professional lawyer or a, a degreed lawyer. From, liar, I mean. From the University of PA Law School. University of PA. That's that anti-Semitic school. <laughs> Frequent lecturer on trial techniques. Served as faculty member of Harvard Law School. Harvard Law School. They're the ones who said Israel is fully to blame for all of the violence in the Middle East. 100%. So there's no agency among the non-Israelis. <laughs> it doesn't take two to tango. It's only Israel's fault. Only. Okay. Well, that's where some students said over there. So if you see somebody from Harvard, you can take what they say with a grain of salt because they may not be clear thinkers. They're just dumb liberals like the rest of us. Blah, blah, blah. She's also covering, you know, the events leading up to the January 6th so-called attack. She prohibited Trump from disparaging uh, prosecutors and witnesses and court personnel. So he can't criticize and disparage prosecutors, witnesses, and court personnel involved in the upcoming so-called election obstruction trial. So what a mess. Taking politics into the courts. Always trust a liberal to do that. She's uh, blah, blah, blah. Aimed at reining in our greatest president's diatribes against likely witnesses and others in the 2020 election interference case. I think he bashed the uh, court clerk, right? Didn't he say that somebody was somebody's girlfriend or something like that? (laughs) All right. Uh, My opinion, women, foreigners, unchristian people. Mildly attractive. Don't deny it, says Jib Jab. (laughs) Yeah. My opinion, such people should not be judges. I know back in the Bible times, the Old Testament, there was jail. J-A-E-L or something like that. She drove a nail into the temple of a man who was an evil man probably while he was sleeping. And she was maybe a judge. Deborah might have been a judge. Ah, I don't know. I don't think that they should be judges. But that's just a fantastical world. Hake's fantasy is only Christian men get to be judges. We don't even think atheists should be judges. My, that's my take. Moving on. Speaking of Israel, actors condemn Israel's war crimes. Did you hear about this? 2,000 actors 
signed a letter. Many of them you may never have heard of, probably, right? I don't even know if I know of 2,000 actors. But uh, I've recognized some of these people. New York Post says, says, letter from 2,000 actors gets slammed for accusing Israel of war crimes while ignoring Hamas terrorist slaughter. Oh, you have to be balanced, huh? You gotta, you gotta say, oh, they did it too. They're evil too. New York Post, open letter from Artists for Palestine UK. Palestine UK? I didn't know Palestine was in UK. Effectively, I guess it might be. Who knows? What else is in UK? So many other things. Claimed that Israeli airstrikes uh, and the government's decision to cut off food, water, and fuel for the region amounted to war crimes. War crimes? Seems like a liberal word to me. War, war is a crime. Or no. No, it's legal. Can be legal. But is it Aren't many crimes committed in times of war? I guess, I guess it's not a completely liberal word, but it seems like a liberal word. Propaganda word. Communist propaganda. Our governments are not only tolerating war crimes, but aiding and abetting them, said the letter. Wrote, stated the letter. Also signed by Game of Thrones star Charles Dance and actress Miriam Margolies, who is Professor Sprout in Harry Potter. What a joke. <laughs> How embarrassing, right? Ooh, Professor Sprout says this is war crimes. <laughs> How are we supposed to take you seriously? You're Professor Sprout. <laughs> you were in Game of Thrones, which has dragons in it that fly around and are commanded by this pretty girl who's brown-haired, but she has blonde hair somehow in this TV series. Great show, I heard. I don't know. There will come a time when they are held to account for their complicity, continued the letter. But for now... While condemning every act of violence against civilians and every infringement of international law. Oh, okay, so they just, so they did mention the attack on the civilians in, uh, in Israel, just not specifically. They're for Palestine. I, I personally don't have a letter, uh, an issue with them condemning one but not the other. Because if you're crit- criticizing one person, you don't have to say, well, they started it or whatever. Like criticizing the blacks. I, don't, I can criticize the blacks without mentioning... Well, whites do it too, maybe to a lesser extent, but, you know, I don't think you have to say both sides. Even though I'm not for these actors, bunch of liberals, lamos. For Palestine, UK? What's the K stand for? K- While condemning every act of violence against civilians and every infringement of international law... I don't know if I like this international law stuff. The law is not established by Christians anymore. Christians should rule the world. (laughs) But Satan is the god of this world, so the international law is made by wolves in sheep's clothing. My take. Whoever perpetrates them, our obligation is to do all we can to bring an end to the unprecedented cruelty being inflicted on Gaza. Unprecedented cruelty? What do you mean? What does that mean, unprecedented? Never happened before? I think there's been plenty of cruelty happening everywhere. Okay? All cruelty is not equal, of course. We admit that. It reminds me of those people who disrupted Congress yesterday or two days ago or whenever. 
We call for a ceasefire! Blah, 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 blah. And they're protesting. And I think I agree with the ceasefire idea. I don't know if I agree with them on anything else, but I think I agree with the ceasefire idea. It might be a good idea. Calm down. Catch your breath. Now, you, you do want to, like, go get the people, the masterminds, I guess, or the perpetrators. But you don't want to be all ham-fisted and, and, like, just kill everybody. I heard 3,500 people died from, uh, from Gaza. I heard 3,500. That's, that's a lot of people. That's wild. Anyway, doesn't really concern me. I don't know. In that it, it doesn't concern me in that, one, I'm not all that concerned. Doesn't affect me. And two, uh, I don't know. I'm not there. Men who are closer to the situation should deal with it. Not these outside mama meddlers. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? Let's get to William in California, who's on the line. William, uh, thanks for calling, man. What's up? Yo. Hey. Uh, how you doing? Doing fine. Thank you. Good, Jimmy. <laughs> hey, 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 James, um, it's been confirmed that that was a, um, that these actors supporting, uh, talking about, uh, what are you talking about, uh, the bombing of the hospital and everything. It's confirmed. It was not the Israelis that did that. I believe you're correct. You know, like, I, I covered that yesterday. Yeah. It it's seems kinda, quite clear that it was, that it was, I mean, like, you, like, even if it was Israelis, would it be intentional? Or was it be unintentional? Oops. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, uh, I think, I'm suspecting that you're right. Based on I, what I, I mean, saw. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I don't try to make a habit of spreading malicious gossip like right yeah, yeah that's not my thing yeah i'm i'm looking at i'm on the ground looking at this stuff and i'm like man uh the ground is thing. the ground of norcal not the yeah. ground of gaza yeah. nor Nor norcal not socal yeah um i'm looking at this like this man <laughs> how in the hell can you complain these actors you're talking about and even these pro uh palestine people that may even call in today i challenge you to call in how do you sit there and uh, defend this behavior. Okay, first and foremost, know what you're talking about. Because that, that, that was how many rockets shot over there originally? 4,000. On wow, their that's a soil, lot of rockets. that is an act of war. So right. if they did hit the hospital, that's an act of war, James. Oh, if Israel hit the hospital of Gaza? That's why I said, who cares? Because if they did do it, it's an act of war. They're in war, and uh, you're Thank saying... Thank you. Okay. I don't know. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I mean, the, the, the going notion nowadays is to try to avoid civilian casualties. Not that it can entirely be avoided, but everybody wants, time, to, everybody wants to be nicey-nice nowadays, because war is also a... It's a PR campaign. The whole rest of the world is watching and wants to meddle and yes, take sides yeah. and support or not support. And so everybody has to be like, oh, you know, the, the surrounding Israel, uh, Arab countries were outraged at this. And some of them canceled their meetings with uh, Israel and Biden and stuff. Jordan did. So I don't know. I, I get that. And 
and I can sympathize with the notion you don't want to kill innocent people. No, but you, you don't. also don't want to, like, why do we want to kill soldiers? That doesn't sound nice. Well, well no, <laughs> no. You don't want to kill innocent people, but here's the deal, James. Yeah. Originally, the 4,000 rockets made that an act of war. So your argument on a hospital getting hit and turning out to find out there was minimal damage. I heard hundreds got killed, but they're speculating that. I don't know if it's even confirmed. I don't think it's confirmed, man. Because uh, uh, the news, yeah. late news last night, said, hey, man, they showed uh, visual. They said, look, this is the damage. It was actually a couple of cars. I've seen a bunch of cars scattered all over the place. Oh, said, yeah, it's, interesting. It's, the damage is not what they tried to say it was. I heard, You know, I, I, saw a, a, I saw a video, and I don't know if it's real, of yeah. like some guys over there in the Middle East. I don't know which side it was. One of them was holding a bloody doll. Now, I'm not cussing UK British people. I'm talking about blood on the face of the doll. And it's acting like, oh, this is a child. <laughs> and it was just fake propaganda. Oh, so, oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, uh, a doll. Yeah, I'm just pretending like it was a human being a that human. was a, a killed child. But it was just a yeah. doll. <laughs> like a mannequin. It's pretty rich, isn't it? You think? There is a PR propaganda campaign and a whole bunch of... Why does anything hinge on this? Who cares, says Life Enjoyer. I agree with you, man. I would agree, just, with, him. I would agree with him because... Fake, um, fake outrage. People want to be mad. I, I want you to imagine a neighborhood in the middle of uh, Los Angeles, uh-huh. South Central, Watts, or whatever. And I want you to imagine some idiots... Whoa. They don't like America. Uh-huh. Shoot four thousand rockets to Camp Pendleton. Yeah. Think about that. Ooh, think, yeah, think, Camp Pendleton. Think, okay, Yikes. that's a major don't naval do that. marine facility, right? Yeah. I want you to think about somebody shooting four thousand missiles from South Central. Yeah, I think do, we would. Do, do you think? I think we would. Win? I think we would bomb. Uh, South Central General. would be a parking lot. It, look, man, it, you. County, we would bomb County General Hospital. <laughs> nice. James, if they, something like that happened, that's what actually happened out there. Palestine's not even a country. Yeah. Not, it's, it's a, oh, it's no. A, Some people recognize it as a country. That's a matter of opinion. It's disputed. Many, <laughs> many countries recognize Palestine as a country. I don't. R- yeah, and but I'm who are you? Why. <laughs> because, of, because of their behavior. Israelis have given them anything similar to the blacks over here. Yeah. They give you everything, and then they turn around and gave you something to run your spot, and the people that you pick to run your spot put you in this situation. Yeah. Turn around and tell you the Israelis, say, like you said, we don't want civilian casualties. They made an announcement for every civilian to get out. I don't really want, I don't really even like uh, soldier casualties. This is not nice. Stop not it. nice, but if you were 80 years old and you had a draft and World War II was coming, you might not think it's nice. But if your buddy next to you gets killed, I wasn't in the military. I don't know that feeling. It, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? So, no, it Just ain't nice. endless revenge. Well, let me tell you, they've always tried to not have human uh, uh, civilian casualties. Right. All wars. Oh, okay. They all tried not to. They all try not to. Not all. So many, many like to be really vicious. And just brutalize and defeat. They don't. They rule rule with fear and cruelty and viciousness, and they don't mind 
that because they just want to be endlessly punishing, including even uh, the Israelites in the Bible. God told them to wipe out everybody, even the animals and the women and children and everything. Well. So not always, just a little, to you know, just a fine point. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Is it nice down there today? Oh, yeah, it's it's uh, low 80s to, like, 60, which is freezing. Oh, yeah. Um, for your information, the yeah. golf course is quiet because right. the first hole is 192 feet from my front door, and it is private. It ain't public, and the golf cart came out of my garage. Okay, I can play one hole all day if I want to. It's private. I can do what I want. I have no green fee. And on top of that, uh, golf courses aren't supposed to be noisy places. They ain't noisy. <laughs> Not even public golf courses are noisy. That's so. Eat that maze. <laughs> and, and, and 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 it's called golf etiquette. Right. All I got to do is pull up. This is a private course. All I got to do is pull off to the side. Tell that woman give me a cocktail. But they got that little trailer that comes around, and you ask you guys want a drink or some orange juice. Give me a cocktail. Virgin and, cocktail, uh, of course. You can pull your cart to the side. It's called golf etiquette. You tell the people behind you to play through. Nice. So take that. It's my <laughs> golf course. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. She got now, your goat with that one. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. I'm just yeah, you know you 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 starting to look suspect, Maze. Starting <laughs> to look suspect. I don't do old broads. That had kids. Right. I, I just don't do women that have kids. I don't mess with them. So why do you keep trying to mess with me? You know, I can't, I'm not giving James any free ratings. I'm not doing that. All right. But, but James, um, I think this is complete propaganda, this war. I mean. There's a lot of we, propaganda on I'm, many I, sides. I don't think we have this happen if we don't give the pallets of cash. I understand Biden gave $100 million and they're running around talking about all we got to do is just do some terror, and Biden's going to give us some money. Yeah, so um, he did. I, I, he wanted to send a hundred million dollars in aid to the Palestinians, but to the people, not to Hamas, to the people. And then he's giving like eighty billion to uh, in military assistance to Israel. To Israel, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Well. Oh, and we then like six or ten billion or nine billion or something to uh, Iran. Well, I, You're right. I, I actually really think it's a Allegedly. matter of time. I do. I really do think it's a matter of time where I'm thinking Iran is going to get eventually going to get what they've been asking for for the last forty years. I don't. I hope not, man. I don't. I don't like. The I don't want to see it, that. but I think they might. Uh, I mean, this president we have now, I don't think so. But yeah. if you get a, somebody with some strength and you come up with some American hostages and victims, um, you turn page back. You got a guy that was in, in office before this guy. This wouldn't even happen. The pallets of cash wouldn't right. have been delivered. The, uh, all the money that they're giving them are they're buying weapons from our enemies, and they're taking all that money that's supposed to be for the people. And they're using it to give to Hamas. To and Israel does not want to fight them. They've always been pushing for peace. I don't know. I've seen them do that over the last forty years. They've oh, always okay. pushed for peace, and they've well, always been, Israel's quite divided. And there's they got some there's a whole lot of there. evil. There's a whole lot of evil people yeah. fighting against based Bibi Netanyahu. Oh, I saw I saw some statements about Bibi that. Yeah. Don't sound positive, but I don't know. But you know, you know just what, balance. man? 
they they do they they said that they do have some liberals over there in, in Israel because Huge. there's some people and, 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 no there's some people that actually live in the Gaza Strip that are Jewish. All right, and Christians too, and Christians yeah. and, and Palestinians that are Christians, and some of them live amongst each other, and they're Jewish and yeah. Palestine. They they live together. Some of them, you know, some of the Jews live in the Gaza, right? And some of the people from the Gaza live over there. If they don't live there, they shop over there. They go. It's like a neighborhood. It's not a. They they want to be a country, but let me tell you why they're not a country. Okay. They're not officially a country because of the monies that they always get for those people always goes to weaponry to strike oh yeah i heard a i heard a story don't know if it's true that yeah. they made water pipes for the for the palestinians and those they turned the water made, uh, they turned the pipe water pipes into something. bombs <laughs> yeah those are pipe bombs but that's pretty I kind of respect that cuz that's pretty well the iron dome funny. is actually now i did i like I said, the industry that I worked in, I had something. I helped put together some of these weapons down mm. in, in some places, and and those jobs have a lot of contracts with military, and one was the Patriot. And the Patriot, That's if a missile? I'm not mistaken, is very, very the similar missile? to the Iron okay. Dome. All right. And it's been working really good, it's worked, from what I understand. It's, it's been shooting down a lot of rockets that they've been firing over there. So I, I just say, hey, man, let's wait and see what happens and everything. Those actors need to kind of check themselves because they're going to, you know what they're going to do, James? They're going to hurt their brands. Yeah, true. Yeah. 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 That's a fact. Well, hey, hey, James, let you get back to some callers Thank and everything. You, man. And I want you to have a good day. And, and Joel and all you guys, uh, have a good day and everything. Nice talking to you again. Appreciate you, man. Take All right, buddy. William in California. Let's get to Joe in Phoenix, Arizona on the line. What's up, Joe? How you doing? Good morning, James. Good morning. You start by saying start by saying good call, William. Nice. <clears throat> I need to defend my alma mater. Harvard is a great university, James. Don't blame don't blame the whole university for a few idiots in, in the law school. That's fair. That's fair. But it, doesn't it tell you that you cannot just because somebody went to Harvard doesn't mean automatic, um, like, respect based on them going to Harvard. Well, listen, I mean, a lot of incredibly intelligent people go, go to Harvard, but there's always going to be a lot of different opinions there also. Yeah. And not very sensible, because, let's be honest, you can, bl- you can blame Israel for a lot of the stuff that's going on in the Middle East, right? They're like a point of contention for, like, a lot of people over there. But you have to blame... Uh, the people for their own behavior, if they're doing, if other people who are not Israel are doing evil things, they're responsible for their own behavior. It's not just Israel to blame. I don't think that whole that whole situation there is solvable. I think it's just going to be a problem until one side annihilates the other side totally. What do you think <laughs> about this person who on X or Twitter, I think, said that? I mentioned it before, said that Israel should have set up in Madagascar <laughs> rather than uh, in the Middle East. And, Would there have been fewer solution? problems that way? Perhaps. They wouldn't be surrounded by Islamic countries, for sure. Yeah, but it, then it, they, wouldn't have the, they wouldn't have the, the Bible country or the uh, Torah country or whatever, you know? 
Yeah, that's just, I mean, that's always going to be a point of contention, right? Yeah. The Dome of, Dome of the Rock and all that, but... Jerusalem, you know, I, Bethlehem... I tried, to call, I tried to call him to Jesse's show, but I couldn't get through, so I'll, I'll ask you. Okay. Why do you, why do you think he continues to lie about the black air traffic controller story? Oh, did he mention that today, too? <clears throat> uh, not today, it was three days ago. Carl okay. called in and said, and said why, why does Jesse say black people are not not capable of achieving things, and he brought up the black aircraft control story as, as, as an example. Which was in, like, effectively, they kind of have de facto affirmative action, according to the story? Well, according to the story, that's been debunked by e- even Fox News and the FAA. Uh-huh. The black aircraft controllers um, organization, it's not quite a union, Okay. Tried to lo- tried to lower the test scores for their members and yeah. change the standards and all that, but again, but that's a matter of national safety and security. So the FAA was urged, was ordered by Congress to, to do a full investigation, and they did. And they found no cheating, no lowering of standards, no nothing. It was it was a false story, and they they reported it to the findings back to Congress. And uh, do you trust the FAA? I trust Congress because again, it's a matter of national safety. You trust Congress to protect national on that, safety on that particular issue? Yes. Okay. I don't know if JLP and, would. I don't know if JLP would trust no. Congress on that because, you know, Congress and FAA, they are the government, and the government is politically correct. You know, even In to the general, detriment of safety sometimes. So we I don't can kind I, of agree. I would. We I would can kind of agree. I would. I would put, I would posit to you that in defense of JLP, he, I don't think that he's knowingly lying about that story. First of all, I don't think that that information has been presented to him clearly by his producer. And second of all, he wouldn't believe it if it was because, you know, these people are, are willingly degrading the country with this de facto affirmative action. We can agree that the government is not to be trusted blindly. Yeah. And I have called Jesse with this information multiple times, yet he continues to say it. Right, but um, but you are not always a a reliable witness on things. I, I know you say that, but that's absolutely false, and it's a lie. It's evil of you to say that. But well, for example, you, you have to say that. Like you, you think that Obama was a great president based on different things, and he's was not really for abortion like he brought down abortion in your imagination but and you you, you base it I and you base it on facts, facts cherry picked yeah, facts, facts but not Thank the whole you. truth there are alternative facts. facts there are alternative facts, facts james there facts are, are easily ver- i know easily but verified facts facts are facts but they're not the whole truth they absolutely are the whole truth no facts, facts, facts are not facts the whole truth things. Here's a here's facts a are stubborn things and cannot be changed for your narrative, James. I know, but there's other there's alternative facts that you failed to mention or acknowledge, and that that lead to the broader big picture of reality. Which is that Obama did a great job and abortions did decline during his eight, his eight years. <laughs> See, this is a this is why JLP considers you not a reliable witness. Perhaps I don't know, and well, and then plus and always you're that angry. That's why you're wrong, and that is why you're wrong, and I'm never angry. You. You just like to, to paint that picture to try to, again, you know, paint a picture of me as this angry guy when I'm not angry at all. You just don't like be caught, being called out on your lies and your hatred. That's why you try to paint me with, with an angry brush. I like correcting myself when I'm wrong on things. 
you have never ever said, "Oh yeah, I was wrong about that." You don't know me. <laughs> you don't <laughs> listen not. very clearly, then. I listen very clearly. I listen very closely, as you well know. Right, but but you're but you're not a clear. Your perception is flawed because your vision is clouded spiritually. And I see you in the same way. So right, that's fair. That's fair. We're right about each other. How about that? No, I'd say you're wrong about me. I'm right about you. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I got you. That's what your that's what your Harvard education got you. (laughs) Anyway, Harvard is a great university, and I have a great time there. And did it used to be Christian? Uh, It's still there's plenty of Christians there. At least when I was there. <laughs> tell him he's a dip blank hake. No, I'm not going to tell him that. That's messed up. Um, well, nice what? talking with you. I was just reading the chat. Yeah. Wrinkle hands, bing bong. Who is a woman? Wants me to cuss at you, but I would never do that. Uh, that's a shame. That's too bad. Anyway, have a good day, James. Call you too. You. Bye. Bye. Joe in Phoenix. Guys, you know what I did? I started the show, and I don't even have a song to play for you guys. So I don't know what I'm going to do. What type of music shall I bring in uh, for you guys? Let's go to my Hake's favorite tracks. Music. Fave songs. Hake. Uh, Oh. um, Hey. (laughs) I guess I better just pick one. I don't know if this is going to be loud enough, guys, but I'm going to paste in some Extol. You guys haven't heard Extol in a while. This is track 12. It's in the main folder there, Hassan. Give me a thumbs up when you see it. Jesus, come till Jordan for a Uh This is Extol. It's a Christian band from, like, Norway or somewhere. And... Hopefully this is loud enough for you guys, but here it is. It's from the 1998 or so album, Burial. Hope you enjoy it, you musical Philistines. Jesus came to earth to die. Um, So here it is. Oh, 
Wasn't that nice? Kind of fun? Where did you find this stuff, Hake? At Lighthouse Christian Bookstores. When I was in high school, I would ride my bike over to Lighthouse Christian Bookstores, which is now, uh, which is now like a, like a Chinese tea shop because the Asians took over Arcadia. What a mess. Uh, but yeah, it was, and it was in my mind. I remember I rode my bike up to take my SAT scores at Arcadia High School. SAT test. That's where I get my SAT vocabulary, by the way. And uh, it, was, it was playing in my mind because I, I listened to the demo in my ears a little bit before I decided to buy it. So I didn't decide to buy it, and then I had it in my mind. I'm like, oh, it played in my mind. So, um, yeah, I went and bought it. I've had it since high school. It's the only album I have and like from Extol. I have another one called, like, Blueprint Dives. They changed up their sound a bit, but, you know, I respect them. Best song I've ever heard you play, says Nate. What's up, man? All right. Super Chats, guys. I'm remiss in not reading all of the Super Chats. There was something that was in the chat that I said that I would read. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert says, shares Nugget Man saying... Uh, that Polyev guy, Poi, that Poilievre, <laughs> did a speech once and he never stood with truckers. He is globo homo, says Nugget Man, who is sometimes, perhaps, probably, maybe even always, or oftentimes, a reliable source. He's frequently in the chat. I see him a lot. Uh, and oftentimes I deem him to be fair-minded. And then there was another one from Big Bump that was even worse about this Polyev guy. He's pro-abortion, pro-so-called same-sex marriage, bringing in Ukraine refugees, pro-immigration, pro-so-called universal health care. He's a liberal. But he's for common sense. Common sense. What does that mean? (laughs) I'm messing up his voice. What does that mean? I'm making him sound kind of like Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro, he sounds more like deeper voice, but it's a little bit nasal. Um, So, yeah, he sounds like a fiscal conservative or something. (laughs) That's okay. What do you expect? He was adopted. And then his his adoptive father left, you know, and they, they split up with the mother, and the father, the mother turned the father, adoptive mother turned the adoptive father gay. Terrible. I don't know if she turned him that, but, you know, that stuff happens. Just degeneracy, just, just I heard. Um, and, you, you know, he's messed up life, childhood. So expect him to be messed up in his political lack of wisdom, you know? So that's the update on Polyev. A little bit more in the way of Super Chats. There was a Super Chat on a Rumble rant from Evil is Still Real. Hake, no one cares about taking aspirin. <laughs> Polly, Canadian apple eaters, Ron Perlman's views, Chanya Tutkin's face compared to commercial actors, Old Testament female judges, Christian men fantasies, please, less gay. Um, I said fantasy of Christians ruling the world or only Christian men being judges. Whatever, man. <laughs> All right, I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Being enlightened till I rise is Jackie, Jackie, Jackie. 
monthly supporter on Rumble. Thank you, Being Enlightened Till I Rise. Uh, Jackie Chung is spelled differently from Jackie Chan. Jackie Chung is J-A-C-K-Y, and he is the god of song, or god of songs, from uh, one of the four kings of canto pop. Nice. Okay. That wraps up that. There was some... There was some... uh, Coffees. Barf Boy bought me a coffee. Hake. In the UK, we have a show called Cover Your Ears, Kids. Cover them. Naked Attraction, which is a controversial dating show. In this case, controversial doesn't mean halfway reasonable, okay? A dating show in which the contestants see the potential love interests, fake love, right? Of course, fallen state, whose naked bodies are gradually revealed to them. Then they must get naked themselves and choose. Thoughts? Question mark, question mark. That's, no wonder your name is Barf Boy. That makes me want to throw up or spit. I don't like throwing up. Um, that's so childish. Because you know how children get, woo, naked. <laughs> like that. And it's also weak. Talk about fantasies. That's nasty and lame. No wonder so-called Western civilization is on decline in the UK. UK stands for C-U-U-K. <laughs> Don't sound that out, kids. I, that's what I think of that, barf boy. Thank you for the support, man. Appreciate you. Hillary bought me five coffees with one L. Thank you, Hake. I've owed you a coffee for a long time. Appreciate that, Hillary. You don't owe me anything, but thank you very kindly. Zuzu CC on with three coffees. While politicians want war for their own power, poor people are dying. Or so-called poor, right? Some, in some cases, many of them are legitimately poor, perhaps. Maybe it's time for the Jews to turn to Jesus, she says, and know that he has already come, and meaning the Messiah, and left, and he is coming back for judgment. I don't think there are real, these are real Jews. God made the promise to Abraham to bless his generation. The Israelites, the children of Abraham, Father Abraham had many sons. Many sons had Father Abraham. I am one of them, and so are you. So let's just praise the Lord with a left and a right and a left and a right. Anyway, I think I'm mixing up my children's Sunday school songs. <laughs> I feel like the real Jews have died off, says Zuzu Cion. I think we heard the stomps out here, says Nick. Uh, they know just how to create business and generational wealth. The Jews by religion are destroying the world, and not in a good way. I don't know, some of these don't seem very religious. They seem sort of atheists. I wanted to say atheistic, but in honor of the late, great Lin Yen Chin. I don't, just kidding, he's not dead, I don't think. Uh, I don't use extra syllables. Atheist. They seem more atheist. Not even believing in a semblance of God. We must love everybody, I guess, says Zuzu C. Sion. <laughs> okay, thank you, Sion. Um, true. We need Jesus, to quote Petra. Most people don't even know Jesus. Mr. J, 
bought a coffee. Sandy and I want to give a shout-out to Hassan and Hake. Sandy got so excited, he pooped on the rug. What the? Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. J. Uh, being enlightened till I rise corrects himself in his spelling, saying, Jackie, Jackie, with a Y. Nice. Right on. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate the support. And a hat tip to spoiler alert for those coffees over on Kofi. 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 Nice. Some music updates. (laughs) I guess I'm not obeying. Evil is still real. The far-left female run outlet The Skim reported on Friday the 13th. T-Swift, yes, on the Friday the 13th, the Great Eras tour came to the screens. So she had the movie coming out in her name. T-Swift, I could have saved her. Best believe the movie is already bejeweled, making $100 before opening night. Wow. Compare that to the previous concert film record holder Justin Bieber, Never Say Never, made $73 at the box office. Uh, anyway, only available Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, just like a concert. Anyway, uh, blah, 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 blah. By the way, Bad Bunny released a new album on uh, Friday the 13th. You guys ever heard of Bad Bunny? I've only ever heard of him because he's the Spotify worldwide top artist or whatever. Other than that, I don't know anything about him. I've never knowingly heard him. It's a he, right? And according to Nick, the American anchor baby, who also knows pop culture, um, he has that sort of Hispanic sound, all right? And beat right on. And he's like eclectic. Nadie sabe lo que va a pasar mañana. That means nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow, I think. And he's dating that one Jenner gal, Kendall. A woman named Kendall. Okay. She's the one who did the piece through Pepsi commercial with Black Lives Matter, right? She's a mildly attractive, most normal-looking, correct me if I'm wrong, but Kendall is the one who's, like, younger and more normal-looking, I think, as far as whatever. And she made peace between Black Lives Matter and the police with a Pepsi, I think, with that one commercial. Several years ago, or a few years ago. Also from Friday, rest in peace to Rudolph Isley for the the older folks. The Isley brothers. You guys ever heard of them? He died at 84, the tender age of 84. So a lot of guys in their 80s are dying. What's going on? The band's membership evolved through the years, but the Isley brothers had enduring success with... Songs like Love, You're the One You're With, and Testify. I don't recognize those songs by name, but I feel like I would recognize an Isley Brothers song better than a Bad Bunny song. Yeah, but Kendall Jenner's dating Bad Bunny? That's so weird. Is Bad Bunny black or something? He's like Hispanic, right? I don't know. Never seen him. Kendall Jenner, daughter to Bruce Jenner. She's like one of the Kardashians, except she's Jenner. And she's dating this interracial again. Is she part Armenian? No, no, she's not, huh? Because it's Jenner, which is Bruce Jenner and that other gal. Is that other gal part Armenian? A mess. So that's your pop.
pop culture update for from Hague today. He's Puerto Rican. Black confirmed says it's the real Mr. Matt. Oh, really? Well, we wish him well. That's cool. He's number one artist on Spotify. At least a few months ago. Okay. So let's get to some pocket information. I don't think I have any pictures or anything from this, but it's coming on since network reports and uh, pocket, which is far left uh, news aggregate or liberal article aggregate. They promote this notion that flight attendants, also known as stewardesses, and there are male stewardesses as well. <laughs> Shout out to the male stewardesses. They're not all non-morally straight. They're burned out and they're quitting. According to Commie Nonsense Network. Reporting from a month ago, September 16th. Francesca Street reporting on CNN. Sharing the, uh, here's an anecdote. Meaning a personal story. When, and anecdotes are real life. Okay? Unlike statistics. Statistics are not real life. They can uh, reflect real life if they're used correctly and not used to lie and deceive and, and convolute and obscure. But anecdotes present instances of real life for individual people. Unless their perception of, and what they're detailing is of their own making and they want to blame somebody else. In that case, anecdotes are not real life. Anyway, when Essence Griffin started working as a flight attendant, that's politically correct. It's called stewardess. And I wonder if Essence Griffin is pretty and young. She was in her early 20s, desperate to see the world. The years struck at, st- stuck at home uh, during the scam had lit a fire inside her. I really wanted to travel. I've got to get out. Got to see the things as soon as I can. Essence, is that a black name? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. Uh, her job as a flight attendant for U.S. Airline felt like a perfect opportunity. After a, just over a year of flighting, she decided to take a step back. I'm taking a break now. I've got burned out. <laughs> She's not alone. Working as a stewardess might, not, might sound like a dream job, but in a post-scamdemic aviation landscape defined by delays, lost luggage, staffing issues, disruptive passengers, the dream is souring for some. Well, you know what? Yes, uh, the people are uncouth, and the people, the spoiled, low-class, I hate to use the word class, but I'm going to use it. The spoiled, low-class people can now afford to fly, and they don't know how to act, and people in general are spoiled, rich, and so-called poor. There are no poor in America. Very spoiled. They don't know how to act, and they're acting out, especially the some of the <sighs> blacks. Sorry, blacks. Not sorry, but shout out to the blacks. A lot of the blacks are causing tr- disruptive. You know, they don't like to. They don't like to cooperate. Sometimes, you know, so many do, but many don't. So many don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get that, but the. It takes two to tango. Some of these so-called flight attendants are rude, too. Over, over, what's the word? Over-enthusiastic. That's not the right word, but 
over-eager, which is also not the right word, it's closer, to uh, enforce the, put on your mask, put it over the nose and mouth. Just don't do that. <laughs> it's kind of like the American anchor, baby. What do you got? What's wrong with you guys nowadays? Get orderly. Get in line. <laughs> Find your seats. You know, the American anchor, baby, on Fridays. During his, when he's the captain, he's, what's wrong with people in the world? <laughs> I don't know what exactly he says, but he gets all irritated with you people who don't act civilized anymore. Well, the uncivilized people are now also the flight attendants. People start clamoring like animals to get off the plane first, says Nick. Oh, yeah, these drives them nuts. (laughs) Standing up before the seatbelt light comes off. Unbuckling their seatbelts. But the... The stewardesses, except for Sion and um, Ivana. Ivana doesn't even care. These are people in the live chat whom Nick, the American anchor baby, deemed to be stewardesses. <sighs> they act right, but not all of them act right. And JLP has pointed out that stewardesses used to be young and pretty. And now they're like older sometimes, fatter sometimes have an attitude. It's just a decline of society, you know? And also, what else is happening, some of this stuff is of their own making. Because you know how women are, shout out to the women, but you know how women are all scared and want you to be, be vaxxed and put on your blanking mask and blah, 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 blah. And so they're thinning the herd of the employees. Captains, some captains, flight captains, pilots didn't want to get the vax, allegedly. And I'm pro-vax, okay? I'm pro-it. But I'm not pro-you um, getting it, necessarily, because you that's your own life. I'm not pro-mandate. I'm like Trump. He may, be, he may be saved thousands, but hurt in rare cases some with the vax. You know, in rare cases, they acknowledge that it hurts. And I don't know how rare it is or unrare it is, okay? I don't know. 2020 saw many aviation workers furloughed because they were being overprotective mamas and not flying and having, you know, stay-at-home orders, safer at home. No, you're not. You're getting fatter at home. <laughs> Disruptive passengers seemed more pre- prevalent than ever when aviation returned. Then obligatory wearing of face masks, often in the inciting factor, causing people to, f- being like a, the excuse for people to fight about. You want to fight about it? The FAA, Federal Aviation Administration, whom I called suspect in terms of being politically correct, they reported a rapid growth in incidents where airline passengers disrupted flights with threatening or, over- or violent behavior. Many of those instances were indeed blacks, but not all. Of course, it's expected that they would be disproportionate. <sighs> so, when COVID happened, all the fun parts of being an, a, a flight attendant or the satisfying, exciting parts of being a stewardess were stripped from the job, says this Rich Henderson, who is, I guess, a male stewardess. 
Is that insulting for me to call them male stewardesses? Because stewardesses are supposed to be women, right? Or am I wrong? It's kind of like nurses. They're supposed to be women, but the male nurses are better because they're calmer, they can, they're stronger in some ways, cases. I don't know. Some days we're working 12, 15 hours a day and we are so tired. Sometimes expected to come to work the next day again. Same long days, delays and everything. Understandable. But I don't know, you, you find ways to relax. You guys stress yourself out. You gals, stress yourselves out, you know? So, we do not get pay for extra hours, she says. I know, because you're sitting there like a bump on a log. Well, I don't know, it's... Whatever. Probably paid well enough my, in, my, uh, in my estimation. You know what else is an issue? Traveling while... F- <laughs> I hate to say this word. Traveling while fat. It's, it's a headline from Thrillist slash Pocket. Oh, terrible. I shall spare you. The visuals on this. Fat phobia. Tiny plane seats, size limits can deter large travelers. But it doesn't have to be this way, says writes Cheyenne Davis of Thrillist.com. Thrillist. In 2019, on a trip to Bahamas with my mom and my sister, my flight turned into an uncomfortable ordeal. Seatbelt wasn't long enough to fasten. (laughs) Poor gal. She's writing this publicly. How embarrassing. Imagine a seatbelt not long enough to fasten. And a fellow passenger's visceral reaction. (laughs) Sometimes you can't help those visceral reactions. Uh, Added to my discomfort, I repeatedly asked the flight attendant, stewardess, for a seatbelt extender and was ignored until takeoff, leaving me feeling disregarded and disrespected. Poor fat people. Shout out to the fat people. And this wasn't the first time I've dealt with this particular tri- kind of travel stress. I went to Paris in 2014, found the city cramped and unwelcoming. That's what I've heard about those... Where's Paris? France, right? That's what I've heard about those French. They're unwelcoming. <laughs> they don't, if you don't speak French, they do not comply with you. They don't, won't speak English for you. That's what I heard. And I also heard that Paris is... Well, it's European. People walk in Europe, and so they're not as fat. And good for them. And also, in the olden days, stuff was cramped. Some of those old buildings, they have like less than three feet or three feet wide hallways and stuff. Even old buildings in America. So I understand that. That does feel cramped. I like spacious. And I'm not even particularly that fat, necessarily. Narrow staircases, tiny chairs, compact showers, just the beginning. Throughout my time there, I endured constant staring, (laughs) rude comments, based French. You can be white again, French people. And fetishistic remarks about my body. Ooh, I disavow that. French can't help it. They're known to be overly romantic and sexual. They can't help it. It's in their culture. It's in their genes. These types of roadblocks aren't limited to Paris or my flight to Nassau. Society has an anti-fat bias. But that's justified in my, in my estimation. It's justified. 
You can encounter it anywhere. I mean, be gracious to people, but still, I mean, it should be anti-fat bias. You yourself should be anti-fat biased as a fat person. It, everybody got their issue, you know? You're wearing your problem, I get it. Everybody has their issues. We're not looking down on you, do we? The only people Hake looks down on are Irish. Don't say sexual kids, yeah. And I've found that I've been wrong for looking down on the Irish. So, according to the National Institutes of Health, NIH, which is in the United States, run by some, like, hippie people, more than two in five adults live in a large body, (laughs) if you want to call that living. Are Are many of us alive? Not sure of anything anymore. Living in a world fueled by fat phobia. Oh, yeah, it's the fuel. It's what gives me energy is fat phobia. Fear of the fats. Peoples um, creates unnecessary barriers from limited clothing options. I mean, it costs money to make clothes and stock them. Come on! Discrimination in medical care, employment, relationships. <laughs> it is discrimination. It is. But discrimination is normal. It's normal. I'll get to that a little bit later, maybe. I was thinking about the word racism. It's like punishing only the whites for being normal. Everybody else is normal, and it's not called racist, but whites are normal, and it's called racist. And whites are less normal, like they, they stifle their own lo- normalness. I interrupted my story to have that rant about the racism word. Like it's a bad thing. Um, it's only bad if you're evil about it, I guess. More than two in five adults live in a large body. Yet despite this fact, we continue to face daily challenges, including travel, where inequities like the ones outlined uh, below so often deny us access, communist buzzword, to the same life-changing experiences available to others. (laughs) What? There's that access word. Remember I told you guys yesterday I went on that rant about... um, Opportunity. Oh, we want computer labs in these poor areas where the, where the, you know, blacks and others like destroy their own communities and don't take care of these computers and throw them on the ground and spit on them and eat their food and then leave like the keyboard all grubby and sticky and nasty. <laughs> That's not blacks. I, I made that part up, but people do that, you know? I get doing that to your own computer. But to him who has, more will be given, as Jesus said. It's in the Bible. It's a fact. So there's your complainer for the day. And this was written by a a black gal, I think. Cheyenne Davis. (laughs) Live in fat bodies? This has to be a joke. It's not. Because you are not your body. You are not fat. Your body's fat. Stop identifying with it so much. You know? (sighs) Terrible. I want to read some hake chat. These are not super chats, but these are hake chats. Um, Let's see. 
you know, there has been some hate crimes going around. That guy, I covered it earlier, I think this week. That 71-year-old guy named Joseph something. And he was charged with a hate crime because he made some anti-Muslim remarks and stabbed to death a six-year-old boy and stabbed the mother 12 times at least. In Illinois, he was a landlord. He was charged with a hate crime. And I have, of course, disavowed the hate notion of hate crimes because that's just divisive. All crimes are, is hate, says R. Galunas. Well, I don't know about that because all crimes are not crimes anymore. All crimes are not necessarily crimes anymore, you know? Some stuff that should be crimes are no longer crimes. Take, you know, this uh, sleeping with the same gender mess. That's, that used to be a crime. And they decriminalized the sleeping around not morally straightly. Not good. Not good. So that's something that should be a crime that's no longer a crime. Or it used to be a crime, right? I think it should be a crime. I'm not saying that you necessarily enforce it like a Nazi. I don't know if Nazis really enforce that stuff. But uh, there's also stuff that's called crimes. It's barely a crime or maybe not even should be a crime. Or people get convicted of stuff that shouldn't even be convicted. You know, I've covered these Black Lives Matter incidents, the January 6th prosecutions. Some of them seem like more like persecution. Stuff that they're charging Trump with. They charged Dinesh D'Souza. He was a little bit dishonest. What do you expect? He's not a real American. <laughs> well, he's naturalized, I guess. Dinesh D'Souza pulled a fast one and donated $10,000, $10,000, and $10,000 or something like that in the name of himself, and then a friend, and then another friend, because he's only allowed to donate $10,000 individually. And so he gave straw donations. Not very honest, right? Not following the rules of the election law, campaign finance law, right? Campaign finance, is that even a real thing? It seems like that's not necessarily a full real crime, but it's not necessarily honest on the part of Dinesh D'Souza. So he went to go to jail at night. <laughs> but anyway, so that all crimes are not hate. So. That's that for that story. Let's hear a little bit more. Um, he stabbed his mom. Now back to Jesse. <laughs> yeah. Can't just be a stabbing. Had to be a hate stabbing. Exactly. Um, Kevin Howe made a great point. It, a rare great point from Kevin Howe. Shout out to Kevin Howe. He's in my chat. He's a Ukraine propagandist, right? Counter counteracting Hake's Russian Putin simping, right? He says this, the Palestinians will say this attack was revenge for on another attack. It never ends. And that's true. It's endless revenge. Endless, endless revenge. When will it stop? It will never stop. I feel like I might have mentioned the Hatfields and the McCoys. When I was a kid, I learned about the Hatfields and the McCoys. Like two different families somewhere in America, I think. 
like in the country or in the south or the out west somewhere. And they kept on taking revenge on each other. The Hatfields and the McCoys, kind of like the Bloods and the Crips in, and different gang wars. There's just endless revenge. Oh, you started. They don't even know what started it anymore. They just know that you can't let an act of uh, disrespect go unpunished. Or, you know, war, violence, violation against the community go unpunished. So, uh, they have Israel here and then the Palestinians here. And they want to go at it against each other. And then some of the surrounding people want to join in. What a mess. It never ends. Terrible. Not good. Hake reading CNN news and calling it Hake news. I know. <laughs> uh, I read CNN and I do call it Hake news. But I, gr- I give credit to CNN and the ladies at the skim who they gather information from far left AP, from CNN, from far left Reuters, from probably ABC, NBC, and other outlets. The ladies at the skim. Oh, there's this line. Use name. Is, is use name ever in Hake chat? I don't know if he is. Press one if he is, if you've seen use name in Hake chat. Press two if you've never seen him. Press three if maybe you've seen him, but you're not sure. Uh, Hake does not speak like a man with intentionality. He uses words frivolously like a woman. I said flippantly. Frivolously like a woman. And that's an interesting uh, criticism. Because I use the term based loosely. I'm pretty, uh, I think I'm pretty intentional with my words most of the time. Just because you may take issue with me using terms loosely. At least I acknowledge that I'm using the term loosely, you know? But I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily say that I'm, Talking like a man, the way I'm talking. That's true. That's fair enough. It's a fair criticism. Thank you, use name. Wherever you are. <laughs> so yes, that Pierre Poliev is not necessarily based. I thought that that apple eating was a little disrespectful and f- flippant. <laughs> what else? Uh, kind of, kind of, uh, Fake casual. But we'll see what happens. I still think he'd be better than uh, Justin Trudeau. Maybe. Uh, okay. What else was going on? Yeah, I see Jupiter's been telling me to check my liver forever. Brittany blames everybody for her problems except for herself. Says DNK127. Yeah! I've noticed that. Was Britney ever... Did I ever refer to Britney as based? Spears? Man, what a shame. Do you believe her? Is there any, is there any likelihood that she's lying about getting that abortion? Or did she just want to brag about having been with Justin Timberlake? Because Justin Timberlake is... I don't know. He's still somewhat popular, right? He hasn't really squandered his... He hasn't really sullied his 
public image all that much, not as badly as Britney did. And she was with him when she was 17 and he was 18, and they stayed together for a few years. And she claims to have gotten pregnant by him. Leave Britney alone, so say the gays. And I can sympathize with that. You can kind of leave her alone, but she can't take care of herself. Her father takes care, better care of her, I think. She's a mess. My friend could have saved her. He's Asian. And kind of a no-nonsense guy. He's not one of those weak, weak guys. Uh, it's her family's fault for her marrying and dating beta males. Face palm emoji. Shaking her head emoji. Is DNK-127 a girl? Far be it from me to dox DNK-127. Oh, yellow eyes. I may have yellow eyes. Liver. Um, clown face emoji. Yeah. Shame on her. This is my, the first time I'm truly turning on Britney Spears because she came out with this memoir selling a book. Use, they turned the beautiful Little Caesars and Kmart or whatever it was into the Britney Museum thing up there on 3rd Street and, and Fairfax. <laughs> in like a little shopping mall, shopping strip. What a mess. I guess because there's like a high, there's a high um, of her type of fan, if you know what I mean, concentration up towards, you know, the WeHo area, West Hollywood area. Ugh. <laughs> Doing the emoji beta. What else is going on? I don't feel like talking about Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. Memory Room says an interesting comment. Israel is not a friend of Israel. That may be true. That may be true. Because look at Israel. They're trying to, Israel is trying to get rid of Netanyahu. And I heard, okay, this, is, this deserves its own thing. I heard some positive and negative things about Netanyahu, okay? I don't know what's true, what's not. There are some fair-minded people who seem fair-minded anyway, who say negative things about Netanyahu. But Israel, like America is not a friend of Israel, just as America is not a friend of America. America is sort of self-destructing, you know? And it's... And it's against the whites, it's against the... It's against everybody, really. Wolves in sheep's clothing. Mamas. You know how mamas... Overly mama mamas... are, uh... destructive to themselves and their children and the, the husband and the relationship and the family... You know, overly mama. You know how we have a mama spirit that enables the homelessness and the crime, and the homelessness and the crime therefore continues and gets worse. The drugs, the rape, the uh, break-ins, the murder, the decline of civilization, all that. Well, that mama spirit runs the Republican Party, the Demon Rat Party, and probably many of the parties over in Israel. They're not Christians over there, many of them. So that's an interesting statement. Well, 
let me tell you about this, what I've heard about Netanyahu, just for balance, because I like to be balanced. Okay, Brett Weinstein. Brett Weinstein. I've seen him on X, Twitter, over the years. He might be... Well, he's not brother of Brett. He is Brett Weinstein. There's, a, there's some Weinstein brothers. I think they're liberals, but they're kind of independent thinking guys. Well to do. They've been on these big podcasts and get retweeted by people whom I appreciate. Let's follow this thread. Netanyahu's government, according to Brett Weinstein, doesn't sound like a Christian, by the way. He might be an atheist. And Weinstein, that might be a Jewish last name. I'm not sure. He says, Netanyahu's government inflicted mRNA shots, messenger RNA shots, which I take to deem, I take to mean the China virus vax, right? On the entire military. Oh, kind of like Biden did against the military. You know? Got rid of all the independent thinkers who didn't want to take the shots. And then he gaslit the injured. Well, he didn't, but his government did. Netanyahu's government. Gaslit the injured. Okay, so on rare occasions, right? Very rare. There can be injuries from vaccines. It's understood. It's acceptable even according to Wikipedia. Okay, YouTube? I don't have to disavow that fact. I don't think. Um, And so there may have been uh, vax injuries among the military, and uh, they were gaslit, meaning that didn't come from the vaccine. What? What? You're going crazy, gaslit. I think the gaslight is turning down. No, you're just going crazy, wife. So goes the movie from the 40s or 50s or both. On October 7th, they, meaning at Netanyahu's government, left civilians to Hamas's stra- savagery. Well, he spells it Hamas apostrophe. Hamas savagery. Left citizens to Hamas's savagery for a day suggesting military incompetence at the highest level. Whoa. Whoa. That's quite possible. Do we blame Netanyahu for that or Netanyahu's government? Because Netanyahu could be a little bit different from Netanyahu's government. Because Trump is a little bit different from Trump's government, right? Trump had people in the government undermining him. Does Netanyahu have people in the government undermining him and he wouldn't really be for this? Or would he be for this? Would he be for this? I don't know. I can't tell you. Okay. I ask questions, says Brett Weinstein, on the face of incredible pressure, both during the mRNA debacle, messenger RNA, it changes your DNA, it's the vax, you know, debacle, and now, am I really the threat to morale that we should be worried about? Even if there is somehow nothing to discover in this instance, the net case for people who ask reasonable questions under fire is still a slam dunk. It creates an actual security and warranted confidence. Rallying behind obviously incapable leaders doesn't. So is he calling Netanyahu an obviously incapable leader? I don't know. I don't know if he is or not. I don't know if he is or not. And he's responding to a guy who says, in the time of war, those asking suggestive questions, which can lower morale without any evidence, and making asking as public as they can, may actually and unknowingly become allies of the enemy because it hurts morale. You're not supposed to, don't counter-signal Netanyahu, don't question him. 
We're in a war. We need unity. Ask questions later. No, I don't agree with that. I think that you should be able to ask even Netanyahu or question even Netanyahu. Why did you mess up the audio on JLP show, Hake? I don't know. (laughs) It's not my fault. Sometimes Hake News just messes things up. But I, I can sort of sympathize with Brett Weinstein here. And I don't know anything about Brett Weinstein. And I don't know if it's fair to blame the vaxxed Israeli military on Netanyahu. You can blame it on Netanyahu's government. Morale. Read blind obedience. Yeah, J. Hess. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh... So, let's see. Let's see if there's anything else interesting. Because I like to read the fair criticisms of Trump, Netanyahu, uh, all, all the people. I like the fair criticisms. Brett Weinstein seems like a somewhat f- uh, fair-minded guy. Maybe. Let's see. Anything else? I don't know. I, I guess that's enough of that. I don't really have... It doesn't even matter what I think of Bibi Netanyahu, to be honest. It doesn't matter. <laughs> People get it all up in arms that I like Netanyahu. Uh, it doesn't matter. What does it matter? It doesn't. Uh, okay. Let's get back to some more of the chat, because this chat's interesting to me. Um... Hake doesn't like them big lips. It's true. I do not. It's a mess. I mean, I like them if... I, I like natural. If it looks right, it's fine, okay? Blacks and Italians have naturally sort of bigger lips. Uh, and there are people who naturally have bigger lips, but that's doesn't mean that you should be having these big lips, like that ha- Hamas hostage who is French. I think she was French-Israeli. <laughs> I was not thirsting on her, though. Um, but uh, Roby Pezos, or Robbie Pezos, says the hostage chick looks scripted to me. And, okay, a lot of you guys think that these videos, these unusual videos of, like, hostages or terror attack footage or violence footage look scripted, look weird. There was this instance where this, I think it was like a Muslim guy, stabbing children in some country, I think. And this, and this father went down the slide. <laughs> I mean, how else is he going to get down out of the thing? He went down the slide. And then another guy kind of went at him with a backpack very ineffectively. Some gal ran around and collapsed. People don't know what they're doing. And it looks silly. And does it look scripted? I don't know. Hostage chick. Hostage chick. How do you expect her to act? It could, be, well, it could well be scripted. By whom? We don't know. Oftentimes things, these things are. What, you're going make it, to make it seem off the cuff? No. You, they have to control the hostage to make sure that she doesn't say 
something that they don't want her to say. They're only going to allow her to say stuff that they want her to say. You know? Uh, so, of course, it's going to be scripted on some level. Doesn't mean that it's fake. Doesn't mean that it's fake. Um, a lot of times there are stuff that just seems convenient that happen. Mass murders, mass shootings. And you guys are like, oh, false flag. Well, I mean, it's used for false things, but it's a real event that happened oftentimes. You know, why do you jump to conclusions? So, don't jump to conclusions. Not that it matters, but it is, it's a good discipline to stay in reality. Don't get into your imagination and jump to conclusions about what you think is reality. People are getting so convinced of, what, of their own delusions about other people. They have no idea what they're talking about, you know, and other events. Crazy. Show her again and censor her lips. <laughs> I like her lips, says Kevin Howe. You're... I think you're a married man. Aren't you a married man, Kevin Howe? <laughs> That's perverted. I'm not judging. I get how people get perverted. Those lips were not natural. <laughs> what a mess. Hake is wearing his gatekeeper shirt. He's got time today. What does that mean, Frederick? What does that mean? What does that mean? I have time today. Gatekeeper. Why can't I like lips? Because I love my lips. Okay. I did watch VeggieTales. I did watch VeggieTales. Fake lips are not kosher. Yeah, see, I prefer kosher lips that are not fake. Kissy lips are pleasant, but fake lips don't count as them. Yeah, I agree. Uh, People call me a gatekeeper... Because I don't allow certain narratives on my show. I'm a gatekeeper for uh, YouTube-friendly, non-censored content. That's what I'm all about. Yeah, we are giving Palestine money, Palestinians money. I wonder where that's going to go. It'll go to the Palestinian um, hospitals. That's where it's going to go. That's where it will go. Um, Kevin Howe points out, you know, how uh, that hospital in Gaza was allegedly hit by its own people. There's this group that's not Hamas that is also Palestinian, supposedly militant group or whatever, and they may have fired the shot, the rocket that went and hit the, the parking lot, and it may not have actually killed hundreds. May not have. But uh, they say the same thing about Ukraine, says Kevin Howe with a face palm emoji and shaking his head. They're always bombing themselves in these wars. Laughing face emoji with tears coming out. I think that a lot of friendly fire happens. A lot of accidents happen. And a lot of uh, wrong is done by perpetrators against the people. And that do indeed hurt civilians from Russia 
and Ukraine. I heard that, you know, that all these movies where people are like searching through a house or a abandoned um, building with their fingers on the trigger sometimes. Nowadays they have good finger trigger discipline, trigger finger discipline. And they point at the person and it's their friend. And they have the good ref- reflexes not to shoot each other. And that happens so often in the movies. And they never shoot each other. Is there been a movie where they accidentally shoot each other? I bet there has, but I haven't seen it. Well, friendly fire is quite common. So-called friendly fire is quite common. You errantly... You don't know who's who. How are you going to keep track of who's who? I once looked at a, a, a red light and thought I saw green. Good thing I didn't go. Good thing I have slow reaction time. But I literally thought I saw green. So you can imagine things, especially in a high-intensity people, high-intensity situation. People tend to choke in those situations sometimes, probably more now than ever. Excuse me. (laughs) Joel Friday says, Cheddar Bob from 8 Mile. Never saw it. Is that the Eminem one? Shot himself where it counts. Terrible. Terrible. That sounds like anti-Second Amendment propaganda. (laughs) You shouldn't own guns. You're going to shoot yourself in the foot. Uh, Oh, they've been saying that about every attack, even ones where Russia or Palestine takes credit and celebrates the attack. It's become ridiculous. I believe that. I believe that. There's uh, terrible lies on many sides. I believe even Putin might lie sometimes. Uh, Kilo Alpha Tango. Yes, man. He says, it's called Who Cares, right? Yeah. Honestly, who cares? You don't care. I don't care. Even the people who, all, who are all up in arms about this stuff don't actually care. They may emotionally get all caught up, but that's not caring the way God cares for us if he cares for us, right? It's not God's love, certainly. It's just getting caught up in your ego about a, about a situation that has nothing to do with you or maybe have a little bit, of, a little bit to do with you, you know. Oh, my tax dollar is going over this, but come on, <laughs> who cares? Mister J read an article that said possibly possible Israeli airstrike. Down lower, it said it's not sure which side did it at this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me of. It reminds me of the uh, instances where whites do something to blacks or cops do something to blacks and they say, possible racism incident, when they have no clue. They just are super eager to find out whether it was racism. So they're speculating, they're feeding the name racism, and then these dumb suckers, people, I don't want to say blacks, uh, will be like, oh, it was racism. Just go right into their imagination and jump to conclusions about it. No wait and see. 
No. Doesn't have anything to do with me. No. Whatever. It's just lame. We have Sleepy Joe going to be on. Oh, no. We're almost done. (laughs) Sleepy Joe is going to be on air. He will say, don't. Don't. (laughs) Says old man Vic. Don't. What a mess. Guys, we're already at five till, four till, three till almost. I got to end. Sorry, callers, I cannot get to you. Actually, I do have like a caller coming in, calling late. Prediction? It's Rick from Hampton, Virginia. Let's see. Um, Just got to double check over on the supers here. My close and personal friend Jib Jab says, here's some pop culture for you. Can you guess where it's from? What is this? A center for ants? Oh, it's George from Canada, not, not Rick from Hampton. <laughs> Call back tomorrow, George. Call earlier. Uh, how are we supposed to teach children ha- how to read if they can't fit in the building? A center for ants? How are we supposed to teach children how to read? I don't know, man. I didn't watch any ants movies, my close and personal friend Jib Jab. What is this? A center for ants? How are we supposed to teach children how to read if they can't fit in the building? Question mark, exclamation mark. You know, man, I say that, uh, oh, I love this song. It might be quiet. I say that uh, mothers, my mother taught me to read, so learn at home. Okay, this is California by LN. Hope you enjoy it, you musical Philistines, and adios, America. Bye, American Anchor Baby at Noon. See ya. Men have made a lot of money But I got a Bible behind my bed He thinks it hard to still remember The words my father said So good I've never been to California I have I have no use for all that gold All that gold This old mine is where I spend my life Until Jesus calls me Jesus calls me home. Jordan River in heaven. And I've never been to California. I 
have no use for all your gold. No use for all your gold, California. But I have a mansion on the hill one day. Gary Murray. When Jesus calls me. Adios, America. Bye.